Welcome to Wolf Hood Podcast, everyone. Wow. Wasn't that good? That was great. I'm very calm now. Let's get the show on the road. Let's do it. Welcome, Wolfpack Podcast. Zach. Matt. Episode 30. Yes. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Description. Patreon. Give us money. Description. Highlight channel. Description. Subscribe. Timestamps. Every week. Description. Wolfpack Movie Club Homework. Found by Margaret Haddix. It's a book this time. In the description. On to episode. Here we go. See ya. Matthew, how are you doing, man? Ooh, hey there, Zach. How are you, sir? I'm doing fine and dandy do. Very good. Well, here we are on episode 30 of the Wolfpack Podcast. Thank you all for coming and listening. Here we are with the episode 30. Wow. Here we are. We, we were very Louise. minimalist today. Yes, we were. We cut it down to the bare minimum. Yeah, you know, I mean, people need the, like, they just need the important stuff. Yeah. You know? We just need to give them the important stuff. They've so we gave it, it to them. They've heard it all before. Yeah. Now, now they can just get, like, the little, the bite-sized versions of it. Literally, it's fine. it'd be like if we just did the podcast like this. Oh! This is episode 28. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew, what do we have to talk about today? Well, Zach... First of all, we always like to talk about what we've been watching lately, or doing lately, or anything lately. Yeah, we just catch, so what's new? It's basically up. just what's new. What's new? Let's what's just re- let's just rename it that. Screw it. Screw, screw what's. What have you been doing lately? Cross it out. Boom. New topic. What's new? What's new? That's a good name. Yeah. Hey, hey. that's hey, a good hey, idea. Bro. Hey. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, baby. So Zach, what is new with you, sir? Um, <clears throat> punk Zach is in the building. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. Drop the mic and walk Drop away. Drop the mic. Pumps, punk Zach is Pump in Zach. the building. Punk Zach. So now explain to me, what is Punk Zach? Punk Zach doesn't believe anyone. Okay. So this, is, this is the anarchist this, Zach. This is anarchy. There's anarchy <laughs> within me. This is anarchy. <laughs> this, is an- this, this right here is anarchy. Anarchy. <laughs> now, what is setting you off here today? Just the news. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean there is lots of sad stuff in the news. Yeah, which is no joke. No, it's no joke. No, no funny business. But, but let's not talk about that. Let's talk about movies. Everyone's favorite thing. Let's sure. start, let's talk, distract ourselves with movie news and movies. Okay. So so I mean what's what's new in movies? Yes, let's talk about movies. Our favorite thing in the whole wide world. World. We movie, love movies. Movie news and movies. I'm a nerd. <laughs> Are you a nerd? Man, I. You know, I wouldn't even consider myself a nerd. I think I'd just say I'm a geek. Listen, I like comic books. I like superheroes. I like things that maybe you don't like, Zach. Hey, I'm a nerd too, man. I'm just, I don't know. It's just a little, I don't like to talk about it too much because yeah, right. it's not cool to be a nerd. You no, know. no, it's not cool anymore. No, it's not cool. It's just not cool. No, it's not cool. I don't like being a nerd. Nobody's nerds around here. It's not cool to like superhero movies. It's right. not popular at all. It's not popular like Star Wars either. No. No, no. No one likes Star Wars you're, or Star Trek or superheroes. You're unique for liking Star Wars and superhero movies. I That's what I like to think. I like to think, man, if only there were more like me out there who are vocal and like just had platforms to talk about nerdiness and being yes. being nerdy, being a geek. If only there were there were like 
like YouTube channels talking about movie news and nerd stuff. Yeah, like if only superhero movies could get the marketing and the money that they deserve. Yeah, exactly. And just like get out there, become the biggest thing out there right now. No, Gosh. exactly. What I would give and what for I would give happen. for there to be great content out there for people to talk about what they love and are suppressed in real life to talk about movie news. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. And with that being said, I think our prayers have been answered. Yes, with us. We are revolutionary because we have a podcast that talks about movie news and specifically a lot of superhero and Star Wars news because that's the most popular thing. Oops, didn't mean that. It's the most lamest thing right now and I need to talk about what I like. What I like, what no one else likes, is Star Wars and superhero news. I like We have a million stories to get into. There's so many Sunday. things. Hopefully so you guys have seen Star, Star Wars The Last Jedi. This is my Star Wars The Last Jedi spoiler talk. There's some spoilers in here. I'm watching this and I know there's no Star Wars characters. I deserve the truth. I'm going to You like it. I like it. And I like it. And we also like a new show that we just both started watching recently. Called The Boys. That was a good segue, man. That is a good show. That's and a, a good, good segue. segue. Pretty good segue, too. The, the, it's, the segue was almost as good as the show. I That is a strong compliment, so I'll take that. Yeah, because, yeah. listen, guys, if you haven't heard about it, Amazon Prime just came out with a new show called The Boys. And, I mean, let's just give you a quick rundown of what this show is. So Let's do it in the minimalist way. In the minimalist way. Superheroes. Controlled by government. Normal guy. Loses girlfriend, wants to get back at superheroes and government. That's your show. Now listen. That wasn't very minimal. <laughs> that was a lot of words. Break it down to be more minimal. More minimal. More minimal. Superheroes bad. Normal people good. That's pretty good. Not bad, right? Not, not, not too bad. I'm so. So. Yeah, so the, I mean, this show is really damn good. It is really good. I it, watched the first episode. I think it's like, I don't know how huge it is right now, but it's very huge. Yeah, like it's like becoming the big thing. Yeah, people love this show for sure. So no, actually, no, it's not very huge. It's not popular at all. We're unique for like, right, it. right. I mean, like, listen, I don't know how anyone else feels out there about this, but yes. like superheroes, I love them, and you know, I I I like to see a, a gritty superhero show. I mean, what the heck. Add some some variety to it like because th- like this is I'm exactly an, what I want. It's un- I have a unique perspective on superhero stuff, and I think it's good to have variety in it. Right, right. Like a superhero show with people I don't even recognize. Man, they must be real nerds. Without the money that the real superhero movies get. Yeah. Cool. I mean, wow. This is wow. just this is just creativity at its best. This is awesome. So the boys. Yes, the boys is so, actually really good. So I am seven episodes into the eight episode season so far and god damn zach this show is good this show is so good and like uh all characters aside like all care like all of our facades with this whole geek thing aside like this is great like counter programming to normal superhero stuff right now this is the real i this is the real feelings about this show we're not being no no silly for real this is like a really cool show and it's giving you a different flavor that we're not getting anywhere else right now yes so you have watched the pilot. Yes, I you watched, watched the, the pilot, pilot literally ten minutes ago. Yeah. So you—that's <laughs> a damn lie. <laughs> what do you mean? I did watch it like an hour yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watched it about an hour ago. And so, tell me your thoughts on the show so far by just the pilot. I loved it. Good. It was very, very good. 
I I think it's one of the best things I've seen in a damn long time. So I well, I really think it's one of the best things I've seen in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about the elephant in the room here. Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan had a kid. Oh my Whoa. gosh. Headlines. And, and and he's the lead guy in this show, Jack Quaid. <coughs> what do you think of Jack Quaid? He's pretty good, huh? He's kind of like an evil version of the son between Michael Shannon and fuck, I forget I forget what my joke was going to be. Uh Rain Wilson? No. It was going to be Michael Sh- Let me look at him again and stare <laughs> to see what I feel. He does kind of he resembles Michael Shannon. He resembles uh Rain Wilson, Dwight Schrute from The Office. He resembles I don't know. He definitely has Meg Ryan's mouth. He he definitely looks like his parents, but it's an interesting mix between the two. So, Jack Quaid, you're an interesting looking fella, but I like you and you're good in this show. W- what do you think, Zach? Um, looking at him. He he like from my angle right now, that picture of him kind of looks like Alden Ehrenreich. That's the thing. Like it's like kind of like that Han Solo He kind of mm, Who does he look like? When I was watching the show, I got a real clear idea of who he looks like. It's like Michael Shannon and someone else's love child. Hmm. Maybe Dennis Quaid, his true father. Oh, I remember. It was Michael Shannon and Andrew Garfield's love child. Oh, okay. It's like Andrew Garfield, like hair and stature and body mixed mm-hmm. with Michael Shannon's intensity. I see what you're saying. So, yeah. Do you see it? Leave a vote down in the comments. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Let us but, know what you think. I mean, this guy's pretty good. He is very good. Jack Quaid's good. I was very surprised. Because the thing that I like about the show is that I thought it was going to be like CW bullshit. Mm-hmm. It ends up not being CW bullshit. So when you see like Jack Quaid come on screen the first time along with his like girlfriend, you're like, oh, no. What is this show yeah. going to be? You're like, what? What is, is this just going to be like The Flash or Arrow or anything like that? And then literally five minutes later, the girlfriend gets like ran over by The Flash. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's insane. And the way they do it where like it slows down and shit, like it's insane. Like the, the writing of the show is so good, but also the directing's also really good. It was mm-hmm. directed by the guy who directed 10 Cloverfield Lane. Oh, that's interesting. At least the pilot. I don't yeah. know about the rest, but at least the pilot was Dan Trachenberg. Yeah, it's like made... it switches around like almost every episode. Oh, really? Yeah, there's like different directors each time. Yeah. For the most part, maybe some people return, but it's for the most part, it's like eight different people. Yeah. I'm always seeing different names at the end. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. But yeah, the writing of the show is some of the best writing of like I've seen in a while. Yeah. Because the characters instantly get you. Mm-hmm. They instantly get you like within five minutes of jack quaid i wanted to see what his entire journey was yeah with like the girlfriend being ran over because that's like the hook of the show is that it's about these superheroes who are like egotistical fucks and are really like like horrible people and you don't believe a, a thing that they do but the media portrays them to be like these gods but they're actually horrible people and jack quaid plays the main character whose girlfriend gets ran over by one of them and that sets him on like a revenge path with Carl Urban, who plays kind of like a. I, I don't know what his character is now, but it mm-hmm. seems like he's like the the badass. Yeah, he's he's definitely the badass like leader of the boys. That's like yeah. the group of these guys who come together to try to take down the superheroes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's just like he's that cool guy with the British accent and the beard, and yeah. he wears his trench coat, and he's just like he's exactly what he looks like. Yes, and he looks so badass. He looks but, really cool. I thought by the title and the 
poster and the first five minutes, this show was going to be garbage. Yep. Because I thought the show was going to be like, do you remember that show that was on Fox about like the cleanup crew su- superheroes? Mm. That was like DC, where it was like they cleaned up after super superheroes. It sounds familiar, but I don't remember it. I thought it was gonna be like a new girl, like Fox show, yeah, like with superheroes called The Boys, where it's like a bunch of drunk superheroes that mm-hmm. like just flown around. It's like subverting superheroes because they're drunk, bumbling idiots, mm-hmm. but they're also superheroes. No, it's like this like hardcore revenge thriller, yeah. like drama, and it's really good with like. Some good comedy thrown in, but honestly, I wasn't laughing too much. <laughs> yeah, there's but definitely like maybe uh, later on they get yeah, funny, but it gets funny. But yeah, it's like the revenge thriller aspect and the characters in it are so good. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the first episode. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you think? You've seen a lot of it. Yeah, I've seen like almost the entire first season now, and yeah. I can easily say like it's a pretty damn good season. Yeah, like consistently, this show is tight. It's eight episodes, which we've talked about is like the sweet spot for mm-hmm. a season of a TV show, depending on the story you're telling. But most of the time, eight hours, like these are uh, one hour episodes, eight episodes. And oh my gosh, it's just, it's a perfect length. You're completely like, you're completely dialed in. Yeah. It gives enough time to develop everyone without giving too much time to start to linger. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much, like there's great setups for just like character. And just you get you you have that time to go into like a side character's like monologue mm-hmm. that develops who they were, which you don't normally get with like superhero stuff now, especially with like how they how short they're not that short, but you don't really get like deep into like the side character superhero movies. It's like yeah. you get the main character and like some bumbling idiot side characters. Yeah, well, this like this just opens up a lane for like a different kind of superhero story yeah because superhero movies are so prevalent now like you have that kind of story being told where you kind of do have that superhero formula of like you kind of need the origin movie and then you need like just like the one adventure that like takes place within two hours Mm -hmm. but in this show you get to really like learn who everyone is and get more of a feeling of the world and it's no like shot at superhero movies but it's just a good way to present this kind of story in eight hours i never got the that was another thing I liked about it is that I didn't get the feeling that they were like, like hating superhero stuff. If anything, they're just adding another side to it, mm-hmm. like to the superhero craze right now and everything. I didn't get the feeling that they were like making fun of it or anything. They just use the ideas of superhero things and like poke another side to it, like yeah. poke holes in it and put another side to it. Yeah, so. it's definitely like it's satirical. Yeah. Just and not even just satire based on superhero movies, but just the world right now, which yeah. is really cool. Like that's part of why the show is so good. Yeah. Is that like it it's talking about things that are relevant without being that CW show. Like without being so safe about it. Oh yeah, because they, they go hard. Yeah. Like they go far. No, like yeah. especially in the first episode, they they go far with what they do. Like they don't hold back at all. No. And it's really cool. And you're gonna see even in the next episode that you see, it's like what? Like, yeah. almost every single episode has one of those moments where you're like, oh, my God. Like, they did that. And I'm telling you, it comes back every single time. And you get different kinds of things. And every time you're like, oh, they did that? The Boys is really, really good. And it's yeah. stuff that you're not seeing in anything else right now. Yeah, it's a, it's like one of the most unique things right now. It's so cool. It, and it's... Uh, go ahead. Uh, One thing that, like, 
a lot of people say about it is that like it's kind of like Watchmen, and I can see that, but I think it's like Watchmen like for for like our superhero craze right now, whereas Watchmen's more like superheroes in general and just the idea of superheroes. This is like superheroes yeah. now. Yeah. So both kind of like take that realistic approach to superheroes. Yeah. But yeah, they're definitely like probably different kinds of things, but the closest things that could be like related within superheroes. Mm-hmm. Just because they're both kind of like just uh like a soapbox on it all. Mm-hmm. So the boys is really cool. I really like how they're able to get like people who would never be in superhero movies mm-hmm. to be able to be in this kind of a show. Like yeah. th- like they look like CW actors, but they're better. And, oh, yeah. and they're there for that purpose yeah. of like looking like the part, but not necessarily being it because it's all kind of satirical. Yeah, it's like they get their own identity with this show because it's so different from superhero stuff right now. Yeah. So they're they're not just like knockoff CW actors because now they're doing something different with it. So now they're not just those CW actors. They're like they're the the boys actors yeah. kind of thing. And so. that's like that's kind of like how this show feels. Yeah. Is like this show is like the boys to the superhero like like mm-hmm. to like the big corporation which is like just like the Marvel machine and the, the superhero DC stuff, all yeah. that stuff going on right now. So it's just really cool to see like a smaller version of people you wouldn't necessarily see doing superhero things doing it in this show and doing yeah. it so well. Mm-hmm. Like you just like you look like the guy who plays Homelander, his name's like Anthony Starr. And like you just, I look like him? No, 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 no. I'm saying like like you look at him. Oh, and it's I like said I look like no, him. I was no, like, like what? But he's like he's like not that kind of like celebrity looking dude. Like he's yeah. like, he's like the good looking guy. He looks but like, like he looked like he would be like a body double for someone. Yeah, he looks like he'd be Superman on CW yeah. or even like not even CW on like Fox. Yeah, and they just kind of like nail that feeling with the, like the casting in this. Yeah, of just like no, like this is like a play on superheroes, mm-hmm. and that's really cool for the show. So, I mean... Yeah, we can't recommend it enough. No, yeah. And I don't want to... Like, I can't really go into everything. Yeah. Like, we'll probably... After we both finish, maybe we'll be able to come back and talk a little bit more spoilers just to kind of rave about it a little bit more. Yeah, and go in depth with it. And, yeah. Yeah, but The Boys is really good. Probably one of the best things you can be watching right now. So, if you have Amazon Prime, go watch it. It's only eight episodes, which, like, in the grand scheme of, like, TV shows is very short. Oh yeah, and, and and it's a binge show. Like, oh yeah, like this is this is a perfect binge show. It's like a yeah, it, it's it's very good. Yeah, this, go check it out. This falls in the line of like your Stranger Things, those kinds of things, where it's mm-hmm. like it's the same kind of length, the same kind of size, and just fun, good ensemble story. Yeah, it, it's easy. If I'm I'm excited to see what Amazon Prime comes up with more now. Apparently, there's the a boys. season two. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It seems like they're setting up for a season two. Yeah. Towards the end of this, also this first season, Amazon Prime released a show directed all in all by Nicholas Winding Refn. What what is it? Too old to die young. It has Miles Teller in it, and it's like a eight to ten episode long TV show by Nicholas Winding Refn. That sounds so good. I know. Why is no one talking about it? it? It got like I watched like the beginning five minutes. I was not in the mood for it because it's a Nicholas Winding reference ass show. And it's yeah. like, you, you know how we, and it's probably like eight hours. It's it, it, that's why I mean, where it's yeah. like, it's super auteur, like artsy fartsy bullshit type of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it just got like kind of swept under the rug. I never, I, oh, shoot. I never like heard anyone talking about her or anything. Yeah. And they have, they, they have like kind of a, a 
at least like from what I know, a good like repertoire of shows like better than Netflix right yeah. now. Like they have that one homecoming show with Julia Roberts. That's mm-hmm. like a, I think it's that. I think it's them, or it might be Hulu. I think I think it's Amazon though. But that was by by the guy who made like Mr. Robot and like has Julia Roberts and shit in it. And that's interesting. It's, I don't know. They they have like good stuff on there that they don't really flaunt. Yeah, TV shows just right now are like killing They're cool. it. Look, cool. T- TV shows are owning the game right now. Well, because, like, they're able to do stuff that, like, movies can't really right now. Because yeah. it costs so much to put a movie in theaters and, like, not enough people come out. But it's much easier to get people at home to watch these kind of shows yeah. and these kind of stories. Like, Euphoria, that wouldn't have been made, I don't think. I At least, like, from what I know of the show, it's, like, a super hardcore teen drama mm-hmm. about, like, drugs. And, like, it, like, apparently it's a lot of grotesque nudity and all that kind of stuff. And you couldn't get that in the theaters just because, like, you need the box office return of, like, a, just like a Fault in Our Stars type of thing where it's, like, you need that teen audience to come in because that's your core demographic because no one else is going to see that, that yeah. thing. But if you have it on the internet on, like, HBO, people will watch it. Yeah, especially those people who you need to go out to the theater. Yeah. Like, those, like, those teens that binge shows, oh, that's yeah. perfect for that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, it's just definitely like nowadays like there's no real uh there's no real difference between getting on tv and getting on a movie no for sure like it's just like it's just a different kind of way to tell the story no i i wish that it wasn't as long (laughs) but like what are you saying like just like it it takes it's more of a time investment to watch a tv show Mm -hmm. just on time alone so i kind of like like movies because they're like two hours long whereas this is like eight hours long yeah it's yeah. but like for a great show it doesn't really matter it's just that like sometimes when you just get a good show eight hours is like a little bit harder to justify it's like watching a like a okay epic yeah yeah i see so. what you're saying but it's just like it, that's it's kind a of different like, thing, it's like though. the risk reward oh, yeah. of uh like getting a longer story yeah just because it needs to be a longer story like that's like that's like what the boys is is like this, oh, this is this needs to be like a long yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, like that's the cool thing is like you're getting these kinds of stories being told through TV because they have like the clout and the money now to do that kind of thing mm-hmm. that you wouldn't get or just wouldn't be done as well in a movie, which mm-hmm. is so cool to see. So I'm so glad we have stuff like The Boys. I want to see Euphoria. Uh, you've been watching Mindhunter, right? Yes, it's it's good. It's not. I, I like The Boys much better. Mm-hmm. Mindhunter is good though. I I don't know how much longer I'll stick with it, but mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. Yeah, like it, it's it doesn't have like like a good pushing factor to the story where it's kind of like a story just happening, mm-hmm. and it's not like a thing like a show where it's like like you have like this cliffhanger ending that's like oh I need to watch that kind of like uh, the boys or whatever, mm-hmm. and they kind of just it's just a a show. Is it like episodic? Is it like a different person each time? No, it's not. That's the thing. It's not episodic, but it's also not like a Breaking Bad or a like a The Boys seemingly yeah. where it's like the story is literally like right into the next thing mm-hmm. where it's like, yep, the episode ended. Yeah. But it's like not the end of the show. It's just like not the end of that story or anything. It's just like, yep, the next thing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's good, but it, it it'll probably be replaced by the boys as like my show to watch right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty good though. Yeah, 
David Fincher is great. Like his, his uh-huh. directing and like the the ideas in it and all that kind of stuff are great with like the dialogue, the characters and all that kind of stuff. It's just like a very well made show. It's just like the actual thing isn't like pushing me to like keep on going kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So. I know what you're saying. And it got like uh replaced by something better. Yeah, like now. once I saw the boys, I was just like, Oh, I'm gonna watch that instead. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that I had the exact same feeling. Where as soon as I started it, I was like, Well, as soon as I heard like a little bit about it, because yeah. I kinda needed that like like give me just a little bit yeah. of like what's gonna be in the show. And once, like, a couple friends, like, Brandon and Daniel were both raving about it because they had been watching it. Mm-hmm. They were just saying, like, little things like, dude, like, this is how, like, the girlfriend starts off. Like, this is, like, what kicks off the story and everything. Just giving me, like, little moments of, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, just, there are, like, moments in that show where it's, like, you need to see it for yourself. Yeah. And that's the coolest thing. It's, mm-hmm. like, the boys does that. Where it's, like, it's giving you something you can't see anywhere else. And that's part of what's making it so great right now. Yeah, and because- why I'm so glad it's so popular. Yeah. You would never get a movie like that. No. Like, especially with what they do and everything. You'll never get a movie like that in theaters. No. So, yeah, I'm so happy that The Boys is what it is. Me too. It's so good. It's Me so too. good. But, but aside from TV shows, which are good right now, they're really good, we've got movie stuff going on. Yeah. We've got some movie stuff. A little now, bit. Uh, we're going to take a little, a little different approach because what? Have we, have we watched any new movies recently? I'm trying to think. Like, I don't think I've even really watched that many because of the boys. I've been watching that. I, I think. Um, oh, I, I watched one movie. What did you watch? I watched this movie called Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> so tell me about Alita Battle Angel, just a little bit. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, not that that bad, huh? It was that bad. I'll give you a sound effect. Okay. And you want to know what Alita Battle Angel is? It's this. <laughs> Yep, that's Lido Battle Angel. So, Matt, what movie do you want to talk about? Um, well, first, okay, so I haven't seen a lot of movies since last week since we recorded. But I yes. did go back and see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. And very quickly, I think I need to make a little addendum to our review last week. Are we going to delete the review last week? Um, we aren't going to delete the review because there are sound points made from both of us. In yes. terms of what this of, and of what Once Upon is, my opinion hasn't changed yet. Yeah, yeah, you haven't seen the movie again yet. I think your opinion will change when you see it again, but mine definitely did upon second viewing because I definitely last week I was kind of harping on things that I thought were much bigger than they really ended up being. So you're saying that you love the movie now? I really, really like the movie. I will really it get, like it. Will yeah. it get the love? Uh, I don't know. Maybe after a third viewing, because I do want to see it a third time. Yeah. Uh, like I'll probably just keep warming up to this movie and keep liking it more and more. Mm-hmm. There are parts of this movie that I love for sure. Yes. Like there are aspects and probably like a good portion of this movie that I love. It's yes. not a perfect movie. I still think that like some of the things that we mentioned on last episode are still valid. They just, in the grand scheme of what this movie is. They're much smaller. They take off a lot less. I, I had said something last week. Like I think it's like a seven, seven and a half. I think that was like pretty harsh now, thinking back. I give it like a six. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> give it like a five or a six. Like I, I was like five or yeah, six. Yeah, I was saying like seven, seven and a half. It's much more like an eight, eight and a half. Damn. Yeah. That's no. a high ass score for yeah. this sh- for, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, for it, this movie. It goes way up. It goes way up. It's really good. So, I mean, yeah. 
once upon I, I don't know why just the second time around after the first viewing i knew i wanted to see it again i definitely like i i came out being like hmm it wasn't exactly what i wanted but i want to figure out why i want yeah. to see it again because i liked it enough to go back and visit the parts that i did love mm-hmm. finally going back again and seeing it i was like okay i actually do really like the majority of this movie like 90 percent of this movie i probably like yeah there are just like little moments where I'm like, okay, maybe this could be different here. Like, I think there is that portion in the middle. The reason why people have that dragging feeling is because you get that moment where it just goes Leo, Sharon, Leo, mm-hmm. instead of going Leo, Sharon, Brad. Because yeah. there, there's like a pretty good uh, rhythm to the movie where you're kind of floating around to each character. And there is a section of the movie where Brad Pitt isn't present and you feel it. And it's a minimal problem, but I felt it. And yeah. I, I think everyone feels that where you're like, Wait a second, it slowed down a bit. Like, I'm starting to feel the length of this movie. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's because Brad Pitt's out of it. So I think... Well, that's what we were saying last week. There was, like, a good portion where Brad Pitt was just not in it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not a long, long time. No. But just in the rhythm of this movie, you feel like you're like, wait a second, something's different here. Like, yeah. I'm not getting what I thought I was getting. And mm-hmm. I, I think I think a Brad scene would have helped it. So it's it's a pretty minor thing. It's just, like like a minor thing that I felt affected the pacing of the movie. So I don't think it's a poorly paced movie. I think it's a long movie that flows better the second time around and could have even just uh, been helped by a little bit more just by giving a little bit more. Make it longer? Add a Brad scene. And I think the pacing's better. Oh Jesus. Yeah. I I, I think add a Brad scene and the momentum's better. I, I think, I think maybe if it was just a few minutes longer, it might even be a little bit stronger. Damn. So, so Matt, Matty B. Yeah. Flipped his entire opinion on this movie. Yeah, that's well, insane. I definitely I liked it the first time around. I wanted people to see it, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it or anything. Yeah, and now going back, like I was just like focusing on the negatives. Mm-hmm. Like with this movie, there's so much to love about it, and there's just a lot of love put into this movie that I'm like, wait a second, why do I care about certain things? You know, like what, like. I don't know. Just why do I care that like Sharon Tate isn't what I wanted the first time around? Yeah. Because I think you need to go into Once Upon a Time in Hollywood knowing this isn't going to be a Charles Manson story. I think that's a big thing. I, I well, think yeah, I, because they aver- not not like they advertise the movie as a Charles Manson thing, but they do lead it on to be like you have yeah. the things of like Charles Manson in the trailer going like hi yeah. when in the movie like they portray that in the trailer as like. Charles Manson is here kind of thing. But like mm-hmm. in the movie, it's like he's literally just going like, hello. And that's why yeah. it's like it's not a like, obviously, there's like a tinge of like he's scoping out the place kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like there's like obviously stuff like that. But it goes it, it's not like how it is in the trailers where you think that's like the that that's the story kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, I, I it's kind of like in the KK, not the KK shit <laughs> in the Django and Shane. Yeah trailers they kind of let it on to be a different movie than what it was Mm -hmm. and maybe that's on the marketing because both are by sony i think and sony they have a weird they have a weird marketing they make disingenuous trailers they they are (laughs) such a weird marketers like they remember the the amazing spider-man trailers that's what i was thinking like they they literally gave away the what was it like the end credit scene yeah, they gave away moments. They they just like lead you to believe that a movie's gonna be something else. Excited me for Amazing Spider Man two because I was gullible. No. And uh I don't know. They they definitely I think the problem with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood 
just comes within like expectations. expectations. Yeah. I think it comes down to that. And I think Tarantino fans are let down because they expected something different, including myself the first time around. Yeah. And I think going back in, letting that all go and just trying to watch his watch movie. Watch the movie for the yep. movie. Just yeah. watch the movie for the movie. You'll enjoy it so much more. Yeah. So I think if anyone agreed with us the last time, like last week with the review. Fuck go, yourself. No. Go back and see it again because I think you'll change your mind. Or I think you'll just see it with uh, like a, a little di- a little bit of a different perspective. Yeah. So once yeah. upon a time in Hollywood, I now like it much more. Do you give it a mat 10 out of 10? Uh, not a mat 10 out of 10. How many how many becks do you give it? I'll give it uh, still like like maybe like eight and a half becks. It's a good rating give system. It eight and a half eight and a half becks out of 10. That's a good rating system. We should just yeah. rate stuff on a Beck system. Sure. Let's do. Sure. Let's do. I I give it first viewing about six Becks. <laughs> and you give it eight Becks now. Yep, I give it eight and a half Becks. All right. So we have now we have a new segment called Movie News Russian Roulette Google Style, where yeah. we can just go down Google and see what's going on in the world of movie news today. Let's go. All right, so first story up, Sharon Tate is a woman in a Tarantino movie. It's complicated. I agree. She is a woman she, in a Tarantino movie. What do, you, do you think she's a woman? Maybe they're saying she's a woman. Why didn't she get any lines? Maybe. I don't know, though, because we're not going <laughs> to click on the actual news story. We're just going to read the headlines and move on. Yes. So, Sharon Tate is a woman in a Tarantino movie. It's complicated. It is complicated. Now, we're going to skip that one because I don't know what that is. Wait, what is that? Quentin Tarantino's Cosmic Justice. It's just an opinion. Wait, is that Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds wrote the best insult in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's Bruce Lee fight scene. I wish I could remember his insult. Probably something like, I could beat you up. As a, I could that's beat probably you up, one of the best insults I've ever heard. Now, this is one we can probably actually talk about here. Okay. Venom 2 director Andy Serkis says Tom Hardy helped write the script. They're going to take the characters in another direction. So, well, what the hell can you do with Venom? First of all, Venom 2 has been confirmed to have Andy Serkis as the director. Why? We know this now. Why? It was down to a short list of Stephen Knight, who did Bumblebee. And, and they went with Andy Serkis? Andy Serkis, who did Mowgli, uh, Rupert Wyatt, who did Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And they went with Andy Serkis? They went who with made Andy Serkis. Jungle Book? Now, listen. He made Mowgli, not Jungle Book. For the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and He is familiar with motion capture. Venom could be motion capture. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, but the fucking... He's not a good director, though. I, I can't imagine Andy Serkis is the best director because he's a motion capture actor, and who, I feel like he's a motion capture actor who just has clout now. Yeah, why? So, I mean, he hasn't proven himself to me. I also don't give a shit about Venom 2. Yeah, that's true. Like, I like, mean, like, now, I don't we can care. Just, now we can just have it commit suicide, basically. I mean, well, like, honestly, reading this, uh, this, this headline... Is exactly what I'd expect out of Venom 2. That's true. Andy Serkis lets Tom Hardy help write the script. (laughs) Why is Tom Hardy writing it? I mean, it's just like, they're just having fun with it. They're taking the characters in another direction. Yeah. 
Hey, can you turn your music down, please? Because I'm having a really hard time. Whatever. What's so, uh, what do you predict the the new direction is? I have no idea. I mean, maybe maybe Venom is gonna just become like a whole good guy versus Carnage. Like maybe Venom is just like a good anti-hero. I guess like they kind of went for Wait, that. Was he a bad guy? You come in here again. In fact, you go anywhere in the city preying on innocent people and we will find you and eat both your arms and then both of your legs and then we will eat your face right off your head. Do you understand? Please. Yes. So you will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Rolling down the street like a turd in the wind. <laughs> A guide to every theory about Ray's parents in Star Wars. Now, are, are you excited for this, Zach? No, because they already answered it. Do you want to know the truth about your parents? Or have you always known? They were nobody. Are we still talking about Ray's parents? Yeah. I Why? Mean, listen, they were, what, like, uh, traitors? Or, or, no, what, they, they were just they, drunks. They were, they were like trash people. They're, I don't yeah, know what they, they even said in the movie. They were nobody. No, no, you're still... HOLDING ON! It's so predictable what they're gonna do. You know what they're literally gonna do? She's gonna be Palpatine. No, they're gonna say that she's Luke Skywalker's kids because Kylo Ren, like, was lying to her mm -hmm. by saying that they were a bunch of drunks because he didn't want her to know what her true powers were. Right. And so why are we still predicting it? So what we're coming down to on this is Luke and Leia had a kid, which was Rey, the strongest, Wait, Luke the strongest Jedi. My sister. You, Next story, Dark Phoenix and Galaxy's Edge hit Disney's bottom line, but Disney and many remixes are all... <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> many remakes are on the way. Great! I love it! And also, I'm just gonna say, here, Yahoo Finance, uh, they put it straight. Dark Phoenix was a giant bomb that hurt Disney's earnings. But you know what? Damn, I didn't predict that. Every penny that Dark Phoenix uh, lost, Disney's gonna offer its three streaming services in a package for 13 bucks a month. So they're still gonna make money. So wait, it's fine. Wait, they're gonna give me every cent that they lost? No. Oh. No, I, I was just kind of trying to spin it in a positive way. Oh. Basically, it's just saying Dark Phoenix didn't do well. But don't worry, Disney's still gonna make you pay for stuff. Uh, let's see. This one sounds interesting. The new Adams Family trailer brings a little bit of goth to New Jersey. What? I have no idea what this, uh, what this headline's trying to say, but I want to speculate a little bit. Okay. Um, is New Jersey gonna start celebrating Halloween a little bit earlier? Like, is, is the new Adams Family- what? Is the new Adams Family trailer gonna be, like, a pushing point for, like- <laughs> We do need to change Halloween to Saturday so that they so that everyone everyone can go out every Saturday. Everyone can go out to the movies and see the Adams Family movie, and then tomorrow it's Halloween. So that's my th that, those are my thoughts on it. Oh my God! Okay, wait, wait, wait. We've got another a, a crazy line from Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf says his peanut butter falcon. The, the, the movie. Wait, wait. No, no, say that again. Shia LaBeouf says his. Peanut Butter Falcon co-stars were his salvation. I thought you were talking about this dick. Now, I've got a crazy one for you. What's that? 
another person who kind of is known to go off the rails at times. Nicolas Cage? Nicolas Cage explains dinosaur skull fiasco and hunt for literal holy grail. Say that again? Nicolas Cage explains dinosaur skull fiasco and hunt for literal holy grail. Say that again? Nicolas Cage- Oh! Okay, we've got something serious now. Oh. Fast and Furious star Tyrese Gibson, the one we all know and love, yes. slates The Rock for breaking up the family with Hobbs and Shaw. Shit. Scarlett Johansson's last scene in Avengers Endgame as Black Widow was much better than what we had, writers say. What What were they planning? originally to do with her they were gonna other than that they were gonna have thanos literally rip her head off and red skull was gonna implant like he was just gonna rip the soul stone out of he, her yeah like literally it's like uh, okay so they come back you know the beginning uh everyone's sad and you uh, captain america walks in to the avengers headquarters mm-hmm. and it's all like kind of dingy and dark and he's like where He's like, hello? He literally says, hello? And then a red light flashes in the corner. And he's like, what is that? The music builds up. It's like, mm. you know you know who's there? Who? Black Widow. And then he's like, Natasha. Or no, he says, Tosh. <laughs> and you know what happens? Natasha turns around. And she has the soul stone in her forehead like vision mm-hmm. and then thanos literally rips it out right there and that's they they that's the ending that they originally had and it was much worse than the ending that they had that they have now so that's what that that's what that story was about yes i read it oh okay well i mean you kind of cheated then because we're not supposed God to read damn- the joker movie is described as a cinematic achievement on a high level now isn't that <laughs> that was literal <laughs> cinematic achievement on a high level it's just on like, a fucking high level like they, they can't they literally can't reach the joker movie it's up there on the shelf and i can't, can't fucking reach i it. can't reach the memory card that has the joker movie on it and they say my cinematic achievements on a high level and they're like wow it's really good no literally my cinematic achievements on a high level now woody harrelson's career regret is passing up the iconic tom cruise role now which one (laughs) because because we don't go into details on this segment of the show we have no idea what the tom cruise role is which one do you think it is um i'm gonna have to guess risky business (laughs) i mean like an iconic tom cruise role i can't see woody harrelson doing mission impossible so it probably wasn't that I think you're more on on the line with risky business. Iconic Tom Cruise role, or maybe like uh, Top Gun. I don't know. What could Woody Harrelson do that Tom Cruise couldn't? Well, Matthew, or, like, just how are click, they on the same level? Just click it. Just click it. I'm sorry, click I it. can't. Click no, click it, click it, click. Um, go up, go up, go up. Well, everyone, that was our new segment called Movie News Russian Roulette Google Style. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. Pretty cool. So, so uh, yeah. So what else is going on, Zach? What else is new with you, sir? Um, not much. Yeah. I, I'm just kind of chilling, you know. So, what other news do we have? Well, I've got a little interesting thing that I want to get your opinion on. What's that? 
So you know Twitch. Yes, Twitch. <clears throat> so they a, a new a new competitor has risen. Periscope. To fight, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not Periscope. No, it's Damn. actually the, the creators of Periscope re- remade the app, but switched around the letters. So it's like it's like Sarah Pope. <laughs> Sarah Pope back with a vengeance. <laughs> and everyone's like, dude, this is a crazy app. And Whoa, hey, have you heard of this new app, Scary Pope? <laughs> <laughs> So Dude, wait! Did you see this new live ser- this new live streaming service, Slippery Soap? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the app? So uh, Microsoft has come out with a live streaming service called Mixer. I don't know if you've heard of it. This, but that's been around for a while. Okay, well, it's being more popularly used. Like it's becoming like a counter programming to, oh, to Twitch. Okay. So I was reading a story earlier that was saying how Ninja has now switched over to Mixer. Because you got that Microsoft money. Now he's got that Microsoft money. Damn, Microsoft now, just pulled out all the stops for that. No, actually, I'm not completely sure if he like switched over or if it's like uh, like if he's doing both now yeah. to kind of monopolize both. Because I imagine he still streams on Twitch. I don't know exactly what's yeah. happening. But uh, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting thing to just think that Twitch has something threatening. Maybe huh. not even completely threatening, but there are different aspects of Mixer that might be... Uh, like attractive to some streamers. So, what are the things that would be like good for streamers on Mixer? So, it seems like it's definitely like it might not be as optimized. Like as we kind of know with Windows, it's not always as optimized for like, like the like user friendly stuff. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's as good as Twitch is in terms of like user interface and stuff, but it does have like co streaming capabilities. Which could be a big thing, like in uh-huh. terms of like just having some celebrity on your stream. What if Ninja could go live next to Drake, or something? Wow. So I mean, that's like that's you something the mixture could. That would be a strange reality. You saw Drake and Ninja right by each other. I know. Fortnite. I mean, like they've played together. No, I know. But, but now, like, like if you could see both of them independently on the same screen. But like, imagine if it was like a box of Ninja, and yeah. then like the side is a box of Drake mm-hmm. <laughs> playing Fortnite. That would be insane. So, I mean, that's just like, that's one aspect. I don't know everything about Mixer. I, d- I haven't, like, done a huge amount of research or anything. But that's cool, though. It's just interesting to see that, like, Ninja is now, like, existing on the Mixer platform and already has, like, over a million people over there. So, I mean, like, he's huge anyway, that, regardless. But That blows my mind to think that Microsoft really did something that smart to bribe him yeah to come over to their platform that is so smart and i guess there's also like there's they have like different at like uh different things like i know twitch has bits and stuff i don't know if this is like a counter to bits but they have like experience points and stuff like it's like like you i think you can like level up on mixer as a viewer so i i think there's there's just like different things to kind of uh like coerce an audience but i mean if ninja's playing on mixer that's a lot of eyes on mixer so I don't know. I mean, Mixer could become like a like a serious competitor. I don't know too much about it, but I just I, thought I'd mention that. Just I don't thought it was interesting. I don't know if it will, just because I think right now, we're we're in a weird age right now. I think where it's like, not many things are being taken over right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like it takes it takes like a company going out of business like Vine to yeah. really like 
have something take over. Yeah. So I think Twitch would have to literally like go out of business for something like a mixer to take over because yeah. it's just too easy to go to like mixer. Mm-hmm. I meant to go to Twitch. I mean, it's like yeah, just like from habit. Yeah. Like, just so many people are already on Twitch. Why switch? And it's like it's like the people saying that Facebook is dying and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't think Facebook will ever like die out soon. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like it's too easy and pe- they literally build like these algorithms to keep you locked in and addicted to it out of habit that like they can't go out of business because like they got you addicted to it yeah and i don't think that i, I don't think that they will I, I don't know if mixer will really take over the game it's kind of like the vimeo thing it'll mm-hmm. just be like a separate thing for it which is yeah. always good to yeah that's competition true. like that it might just be like some form of competition i'm not sure exactly what like what's but coming for it it's good for that to be here though yeah for the competition to be here because that pushes new stuff to come to twitch and that pushes new things to come to mixer and like for just new things to rise up Mm -hmm. it's like the like you need competition for these like giant mega corporations to really like listen sure so it's like the youtube thing like no one is like no one's fighting youtube so they're just going down a like a dark rabbit hole yeah where it's like no one's able to touch youtube so they just feel invincible Mm mm-hmm it, like Vimeo is the only other one, and no one uses Vimeo. No, it's like art students use Vimeo. Yeah, and guess what? That's like five percent of the, of like the world. Yeah, that not even like point one percent of the world. It's, it's not that much. No, it's like you you use Vimeo for like professional things, but you don't use Vimeo to like watch things. No, like, it's it, just not as easy. Like, no, there are just easier things. Like I understand. Yeah, like I, I agree. Like Twitch is just easy. YouTube is just easy. Yeah. But yeah, Twitter. yeah I, I agree. Like, just like it's good to have like that counter. So, yeah. and it's interesting to see that Ninja even like made that jump over to Mixer. I don't think I don't think it's like a permanent thing. I like no. I, I haven't really read a lot into it. Once the contract goes up, I think it's but it's yeah. gonna it's probably just go a money away. thing. Yeah. But if it could like bring some other creators to Mixer, that would be cool. Yeah, I so. don't. Yeah, that's something that's like kind of scary right now. Is that like I don't know how these big companies get taken over. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how YouTube fails. Like, I think these companies are, like, impenetrable right now. Mm-hmm. At, at least, like, to me. Like, I don't see something coming up along and being the YouTube killer. Yeah. I think it's just, like, it's just like a phase has to come through. Yeah. Or, like, like, it's more just, like, new things just replace the same thing sometimes. Yeah. Like, how, like, TikTok replaced Vine. But that that's because Vine went away. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like just like some like when things die out, it just gets replaced. Yeah, but so. like I don't know if YouTube will die out because mm-hmm. it's just too it's like too ingrained mm-hmm. in us. But also like people probably said that about like cable television and like yeah. it's like I mean cable isn't dying out right now, but it's like it's like slowly going down. But Netflix will eventually die out. I think that's yeah. one that like I don't think is impenetrable, mm-hmm. which we talked about a lot before. Yeah. But I mean, that was just a little a little thing I had to say. Is there mm-hmm. anything else that's going on with you? Well, no. I mean, I I don't know. I'm in I'm in a weird punk phase where it's like, man, fuck everyone. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess I'll ask you, how are you doing today? How am I doing? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good. I am in a phase where I like look I like looking into things that are being like sheltered from the from the general populist type of thing mm-hmm. which is really really uh 
pretentious of me to say I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but like, what do you mean? I like researching communism right now. Because mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, I like I like researching like the things that people generally don't like mm -hmm. right now. Like I want to see what it is. That's why I watched Elite Battle Angel because I'm like, you know what? Let me see why this is garbage. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty garbage. But it, it's, but like now you know why. Now I know why. So mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I I've mm -hmm. been in that mode right now where I like researching that kind of thing that's cool but yeah what about you yeah i mean i've been pretty good lately i've honestly like i've just been kind of enjoying like the little things i think again yeah i've kind of just gone back to playing pickleball mm. and watching the boys and going longboarding yeah and it's like these are like the moments where i'm just like this is kind of like what i want to do right now yeah like the the little pickleball games and like hanging out with friends and everything. Yeah. yeah like just like the simple things like that where i'm like you know this is just good Mm -hmm. It just feels good to go out and do something. So, yeah, yeah, I I felt really good. A little commentary on last week's episode. I felt really good after making the thing. Last oh week. yeah, yeah, I like felt, the little the little intro. Yeah, I felt really good. Yeah, me too. That, that was like the the first moment in a while where I was like, yeah, like yeah. I felt like I was like back in the back in the swing of things, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, damn, like I feel good doing this and everything. I kind of like. It kind of like showed what, why I wanted to do, why like I want to make movies and all that kind of stuff because mm -hmm. of like the experience of just making that video was so much fun. Yeah, to make with like all the blood and everything, like the the friend aspect of like making these videos are like super fun mm -hmm. and just like screwing around and all that kind of stuff. I don't know, like I want to make more stuff like that, make more like goofy things like that and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, like making that video, I thought was super super fun yeah i think that definitely also like contributed to why i had a lot of fun just doing like the simple things yeah was i was like okay cool like we did like a little video now yeah. it's like i can also just do this and like not feel guilty for doing this yeah you know mm -hmm. but also like <clears throat> that it, like this this episode is like more edited and everything but like mm -hmm. a little commentary from behind the scenes like it's yeah. fun to edit this kind of stuff and everything and like make these more more like fun videos like it's, it's fun to make these kind of like things but yeah yeah no like do, doing that last week was it was very helpful for me yeah so yeah good yeah i'm glad that we i'm glad that we did that whole intro with and everything yeah me too but. me too and i want to keep doing more for this especially mm -hmm. like just doing more like different ideas putting it into the into the podcast and just mm -hmm. videos in general and all that kind of stuff so yeah because i think that's definitely something that kind of like came up with that was just the feeling of okay cool like this doesn't necessarily have to be like what the podcast is yeah like, like it's cool to like have that with the podcast but it's more like opening up the idea of like oh should we just do something else and the podcast yeah so that's like a cool thing it's just like kind of experimenting right now mm -hmm. with like oh yeah like we can just do more like a few different things no, yeah, we and can... just mess around with it. And like right now, we're definitely like, we're going through a phase where we're like about to leave again, and like we kind of have to like reestablish it all. Mm -hmm. But maybe with reestablishing it all, we'll just like come back and introduce some new things. So it is exciting. Yeah, this is the second to last episode on this set. Yeah, yeah, things are gonna change. Yeah, we're gonna change. we're gonna have this set no more. Or it's gonna be a completely different set, I think. Yep. So this is the phase. This yep. is the phase. It'll be. Now. It, it, it'll bring some new things, I think. Mm -hmm. So, I agree. But, yeah, I mean, 
this has kind of been episode 30 of the Wolfpack Podcast, yeah, right? Ep- episode 30 of the Wolfpack Podcast. Thank you for watching, everyone. Yes. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Still on this set, but not for too much longer. Not for too much longer. All right. See ya. See Bye-bye. Ya. Bye-bye.